माई लॉर्ड प्लीज टेल मी वॉट शुड आई कॉल यू हेलो एवरीवन I'm Rahul Devdhar. I am Prasanna Naidu, and you are listening to Right Views Podcast. So, why are we saying is this? Because recently, in the Supreme Court of India, there was a, a matter going on, and a law student, if I am not wrong, a law student addressed the court as Your Honor. Okay, which is a usual practice, not only in the Supreme Court, but also in high courts and other uh, various subordinate courts too. So usually it is court the judge is referred to as or addressed as your honor your lordship my lord um and in subordinate courts like the lower courts magistrate courts and all small courts and all they are also addressed as sir or um, yeah these are the usual terms which are used but this time justice bobde who is also the chief justice of india he objected to this address what he said was this is not a, the supreme court of united states okay or uh, some other like you are in a supreme court of india so here we don't refer to judges as your honor or uh, he said this is an incorrect term okay so the student said the law student said that okay so i'll uh, i apologize for that and i'll address you as your lordship or my, my lord so he replied back saying that whatever but don't use incorrect terms but here is the controversy or uh, you know some disagreements or agreements in 2006 there was a notification which discussed the use of my lord and your lordship and it prescribed your honor or honorable court as an acceptable way for addressing the supreme court and high court and sir in subordinate courts and tribunals okay so which is quite opposite to how mr bobde reacted but from what i know what i have read uh, recently um after that this resolution uh, there was a resolution passed where mr bobde uh, had amended this uh, do you have any idea about these rules rahul sir these rules uh, have been in existence since uh, the bar council resolution that is correct but you know this particular matter uh, you know it's is a little different and whenever we um, refer to things like let's say matters being reported in supreme court you have to take everything with a grain of salt i haven't found an exact uh, reporting of these matters now clearly if you have been before a judge this is basically you know the judge ragging the junior advocate and uh, this law student so this is this form of uh, sort of banter it's like it happens all the time in the court now there are two things what happens if a junior lawyer steps up before the judge of the high court or the supreme court they usually ask whether this lawyer this lawyer this junior lawyer has read the matter and they try to gauge whether he has really appreciated the matter in detail or not the second thing what happens is whenever there is a party in person the same thing happens to a party in person because many times uh, party in person usually you know they are emotional and they take up the time of the court and then nothing comes out of it they are not prepared with the legal process of the matter in the court by party in person you are saying that Uh, any litigant or any person who has filed a case, he appears in person without uh, engaging any advocate, right? Correct, exactly. 
but here in this case this, this was a party in person who was a lawyer i mean a student of law so i think he was a law student or she was a law student and that's why i think judges have taken some liberty with the banter uh, i think one can ignore such things in a you know in a, in a normal proceedings and uh, justice bobde given that he was a judge in the mumbai high court and some proceedings i have attended before him he is a light hearted fellow he is not a particularly uh, you know strict person what uh, i think he was doing is just ragging the, the you know would be advocate but having said that you know there is uh, this process or this procedure of addressing the court is absolutely uh, part of what is called the practice of court which he has put it in the order if you know the, the, this is not the practice of the court and practice of the court usually is basically uh, sort of a ritualistic thing which continues from i don't know whenever the courts uh, have been established and uh, it follows it or it takes its uh, cue from the british courts so that's why that lordship and uh, you know things continue now there are lots of things which have changed and they have a lot of problems because when the court system was established there were no female judges so the thing was that now we have female judges or since we have we have had female judges now how do you address a female judge do you call her the you know in in britain it's the lord and my lord and my lady that's how you address a lord now here how do you address my lord and my lady it becomes a little different okay the, the connotation becomes different so people started using lordships and ladyships and that that kind of thing has continued it has its merit some lawyers called both genders with lordships because lord as a uh, you know gender neutral something term for a person who is a judge so whoever comes they address as lordship so that and female judges don't mind and uh, they take it in a different you know they take it without giving due undue importance to that but this procedure it is uh, to a certain degree important because it creates some sort of a sanity in the court process okay sometimes it helps the court process and it creates uh, you know faster it helps move things faster so there are these shortcuts which have been created now that is fine but there is a big problem in india that you have no substantive justice so if you have lots of delays and this procedure is followed procedure is like a you know uh, it's more in a sense it's a frill or it's an icing on a cake but in india the cake is missing so you can't simply give the icing mm-hmm. now this becomes a problem and when it becomes uh, particularly acute in case when the justice is not being served so the person who is before a supreme court or a high court he has already spent 20 25 30 years in litigation not getting a proper justice and when he comes before the court he ap- would appreciate if the court really doesn't engage in frills and focus on more substantive issue rather than you know focusing on these little bits of you know whether i addressed him as my lord or your honor 
or sir that ideally should become immaterial and that is what he expects or she expects after 25 30 years of litigation and at such time when you get an adjournment because of something like a procedural lapse think he and as silly lapse as uh, what we have seen like you know you're not called with a, you're not address the court appropriately hmm. now that you can say you know it is cruel in this case it was a ragging uh, you know the, the supreme court uh, ragging the junior advocate so you can just bypass this particular instant but in general if you insist on this can be not just you know addressing the court as a procedure but it can be something it can be as trivial as that i don't have the papers today my lord and then it goes for a 6 month date now i have seen and you have also seen <laughs> matters get postponed by 3 months 6 months just because the you know opponent advocate or the court uh, manager or the court itself doesn't have the papers and that's the thing you know the the person is pursuing this matter for 25 years 20 25 years through various courts going up you know to the high court high court sends it back you go back to the lower court conduct the proceeding again you don't you haven't received the money all sorts of questions and you know pain areas are there and then this happens so the person becomes really disheartened and his uh confidence in the legal system erodes and that is more problematic if you ask me rather than simply um you know it's a matter of adjournment because the lawyer was not prepared in this case that's true he was not prepared with the matter he had not studied the matter and in particular case of pil i particularly advise that whenever you're filing a pil you have to do lot of research pil people file as if you know it's a hobby you know just go there why is there you know my sky has become so many clouds so you know then they they take photo from 1987 ki skies in november were clear today in uh, you know november skies are more cloudy pil nothing court can do but you have to find proper research back the petition properly and courts are ready to entertain you in fact my point is court interfere in the legal process a little too much for my comfort but uh, you know on that is on one side where they are interfering in the law making side but on the other side where it is their role where it is their purview to grant complete and uh, you know a proper justice to the litigant to both litigants in fact that doesn't happen so you focus on your area first and then you insist on others performing and you know addressing you as a you know your lordship you know because the you know it it's uh, cruel if you don't have substantive justice and you insist on procedural compliance that is why this article has resonated more with the public rather than just the case of being my uh, my lord and uh, your honor yeah actually in an article also we i read that Uh, a senior advocate of the supreme court said that this must not be a problem like we have grown up seeing generations of lawyers he said addressing supreme court and high court judges as my lords there are senior advocates in supreme court who address judges as sir which is usually not the case like sir is said only 
at the magistrate levels in courts, but not in a high court or Supreme Court. But this is also being followed by some senior uh, advocates in Supreme Court and it works. I mean, it fi- it's fine. No, it is fine. It's mostly, you know, in, uh, courts, you, you leave aside this case. So that's what I'm saying. You know, you, at this particular case is, is, is a multiple uh, issues are involved. And uh, in general, the courts don't mind so long as the main matter is proceeding with more substance. So courts are also not, see, I mean, uh, uh, let's not uh, blame the courts here as if they are not doing their jobs. I think they are overworked. That is separate issue altogether. But what you have to understand is that these courts also are, you know, you have to imagine the case a scenario where from 11 o'clock to 5 o'clock with just one hour break, you are listening to people with no coherent statements, okay, who make no coherent statements, who go into all sorts of details saying, you know, Modi said this, Modi said that. Your case is about getting water connection in your cooperative housing society. What is Modi got to do with this? But they will say all sorts of things and they waste the time of the court. Sometimes, you know, it's an emotional matter. So, you know, really speaking, a father is seeking custody of his child, a mother is seeking uh, custody of her child, she is trying to protect herself from, or a lady is trying to protect herself from abuse, and uh, she is really br- breaking down in front of the court. Now, the court cannot, you know, be blind to the emotional aspects of it. So, court has to entertain some of these things, and in many cases, forget these family matters, emotional matters. Suppose your land was you lost your land in let's say a dam okay for a dam project your land was lost 25 or 35 years ago we have a case where 1975 they've lost their land for a dam they have been allotted alternate land okay which is because it's now now it is irrigated land so they have you know whatever if they had 10 acres of land now they've been allotted 2 acres of land because 10 acres non-irrigated versus two acres irrigated. How this (laughs) equation came about, forget that. But now they have got two acres in an area which is, you know, these two acres have been taken up from a local uh, sort of a thug or a strong man from a local area. He is not letting them get access to those two acres. This is being 1975, today is 20, and this is 2018 I am talking about. So you are saying, you know, this many generations have gone and he is not getting or she is not getting justice. Now such person comes before a court and they really, you know, emotionally break down. What do you do? The judges cannot really, in heart of hearts, judges also understand this pain. And they, some of them, they feel that their hands are tied. Some of them feel constrained by law. And uh, sometimes they are uh, outwitted by procedures by the opponent. And in all these cases, they find themselves, you know, fighting against a flood of cases which is coming in. They have to deal with hundreds of matters every day. So, that is their problem. So, I am not saying that judges are to blame. Uh, What I am saying is that the system has a flaw. And when the system makes this a procedural thing more valuable or more real as compared to substantive relief 
then people feel ki they have been betrayed by the system so that is what that's why you know in many cases you find that i don't know if you are aware of this but there was this anand dighe from thane okay he was a local strong man from shiv sena yeah yeah i know he used to conduct his own uh, court hmm. okay and his court it's like it's like a strong man's court and people used to go there because that thing used to get resolved now because there is no procedure there is no you know uh, there is no but justice is substantive there is real justice that's why uh, people went to these forums now if you say that this is a forum then you say ki this is like khap panchayat and if you you know if you maybe it's true in the one sense if you let these strongman people run courts then they will run their own courts this is not allowed and this should not be allowed yeah but this is because the normal legal system is failing in its duty and that is more relevant to identify and that's why this you know this secondly these reporters also report in a very um, you know evocative way or provocative way so they actually what they do is they really make it sound as if it's a very big scandal and they don't report what is really happening before the court so if they would have been sitting before this judge from morning they would have said you they would have heard justice bobde being addressed as your honor your lordship my lord sir any thing and he would not have you know been minding hmm. just that because he wrote it in order everyone is piling on to this bandwagon i mean i'm sure ki you know it is cruel that is not the point it is cruel but you know in particular this case it might be it might be okay but this is the reality procedural problems have crept in and they have denied the people with substantive law there is definitely the case yeah that i agree but in this particular case if we talk so he said that don't use incorrect terms so how is like your honor is also correct right the correct way of addressing the court if i mean literally speaking this particular you know uh, if you are in that the judge will rag you for anything i mean i went to engineering college and you know we were ragged in in a sense in in so many ways and they have become our friends and you know i I'm, i'm sure many people uh, who are listening to this also had some sort of a ragging from their seniors it is all you know like i'll tell you one instance okay in one case a junior was approaching appearing in a matter and i was there the judge asked is there a delay so i said yes there is a five year delay so the judge says five year delay so he asked the opponent advocate you know what is your stand she was a you know new just passed out of the college and so completely wrong so she said ki i object <laughs> so they just started laughing <laughs> so i i also started laughing i told her don't object and so the judge said ki madam he is bringing your party on record you have failed to inform him for the last 5 years that you are uh, you know there has been death in one of your party's house and then his legal heirs have to be brought on record so it is your party he is bringing in on record you cannot object that was the <laughs> simple premise then in another case this uh, junior 
appeared before the court and said ki i am requesting for time hmm. so the judge said ki on what grounds are you re- requesting for time so he said ki my senior is appearing and uh, he is uh, likely he is going to appear and he is not yet available he is stuck in traffic or something so which is a fair thing so he, the judge said to this junior that you tell me five points in the you know facts of the case and i will grant you whatever time you want but you tell me five facts from the case okay so he said ki i don't have papers so the judge said take the papers he gave the court's paper to the junior and he said ki you read it point out or give me five facts from the matter and then i will give you whatever time so then finally you know the junior was not able to he did sit said some facts and you know some of them were wrong and all so the judge said ki i will give you any dates i give you another option i will give you any date you want provided you argue the matter <laughs> so the junior was in a fix <laughs> the senior was also in a fix so he said ki i am not giving you date you uh, argue the matter you know and this is ragging this is pure ragging i mean he is not going to pass an order based on junior's argument that we knew but it was pure ragging and this is also part of uh, you know because there is also a formal relationship between a judge and a lawyer and a law- judge has to train the lawyer and particularly junior lawyers to act as a officer of law and that is very important so if you are not acting as a officer of law before you act as an advocate for a party and just you know present one side of the case you should act as an officer of the law and that's what this training was meant to do rather than you know so sometimes it is valid other times it's unnecessary but always it's cruel for the party particularly in india at this stage if we had a smooth judicial system i would have laughed it off i would have said this is a fun instance where the judge is taking case of the lawyer in one case i'm i'll give you another case the lawyer who was going home he had removed his band okay in a high court you are supposed to wear a band along with your he was otherwise in proper dress just was the band was missing you were just going home because the court was almost uh, it was the time was up and suddenly his matter was called out and he rushed into the court and he forgot the band <laughs> and you know he didn't even realize that he is not wearing the band so court took his case because he was quite senior he was you know uh, he was not a junior advocate he was not senior advocate but you are not junior advocate and the court said you are not dressed properly how can you <laughs> you know address the court in this fashion mm-hmm. so court took his I, case i think I, i remember you sharing this with me and the court said that i can't see you i mean you are not visible to me something like that and yeah thing and he was like how uh, how is that possible i'm in front of you i'm i'm trying to argue the matter so the court said but i can't see you then he realized that the band is missing yes, so he went outside <laughs> took his band borrowed a band that yeah. time that time it was but that's that's the that's the uh, procedural part of it some of it is uh, acceptable but uh, this is what happens uh, you know coming to the real issue the, the the serious issue of that is that procedure is always the handmaiden of justice that's what the law keeps saying now what does that mean that means that procedure is just a it's a frill it's it's something 
on top of the judicial process judicial process and the courts have to make sure that they are make, giving complete justice and particularly high court and supreme court which have ex- exemplary powers in india they can do justice beyond what the act is empowering them to do and they have they can they have the power to sort of take into account facts which have not been put on the record and they can make the parties put those facts on the record and then they sort of derive that you know this is the complete justice this is how the complete justice is required to be done and that's why i'm changing the nature of this matter and i'm giving you this order and dharmadhikari justice dharmadhikari who um, retired from bombay high court uh, because he was transferred he had this habit of sort of expanding the the locus and not just the locus but the scope of the petition and bringing in elements to do complete justice so that is what he used to do so that is there but uh, you know having said that so my point is that judges should exercise this power in a complete manner and not just rely on the procedure because what why this procedure and you know this is we are talking about the court procedure but in the law there are two parts of any law one is the substantive part and the procedural part Now this procedural part is designed to be so cumbersome because it was designed, you know, the the nature of procedural law is that it was designed by the British to make sure that Indians are grinded so that they don't get the true justice. That's why it is called the the juggernaut of justice. It's too difficult to stop, but it grinds many people. So that's what it is, and. the main thing about that procedure is that this procedure in modern law if you see achieves the exact opposite of the intent of the law so if the intent of the law is to give you benefit i will give you you know right to education right to education is a fantastic law which is great example of this they will give you a right but the procedure will deny you education <laughs> this is the this is the it is the process called governmenting so the procedure achieves the exact opposite of what the law is intended to achieve and uh, this is why all the laws which sound very nice when the politicians say it or in the parliament when you see it when it comes to you it becomes onerous and then you say ki you know i am just suffering more and more what is wrong it's because the pro- people who design these procedures mostly bureaucrats because the politicians have no clue how to design a procedure once this procedure is designed it is so onerous and troublesome that to get that benefit you have to give up you know many of your rights and this is what actually has happened even in aadhar law even in many of these laws so that is the problem that indian legal system is facing there is a difference between the letter and the spirit of the law there are conflicts mm. it's not that ki letter is not fully compliant with the spirit it they, they are complete opposite of each other that's the problem so how like what are the possible solutions to it i mean one which i always keep on saying in many of the discussions or uh, whatever chat i have with my colleagues or friends is technology the use of technology which is not used properly by the system by the stakeholders of this system advocate judges and everyone and that is one thing which i feel can transform the system to something very 
different and very you know in a better way which i think it can improve it like more than 50 to 60% of the problems will be solved just by using the technology properly uh, do you think like apart from that i i uh, know that you agree on that and apart from that do you think any other uh, solutions are there no indeed technology is in fact uh, you know will speed up lot of these process which are out of the court's purview like this just if you take simple processes like you know giving a notice to a person that takes so much time all these processes and you know within let's let's also. let's explain this because uh, most many of the viewers or listeners won't be uh, aware of this so how does a notice how is a notice <laughs> why don't you explain so, because you have <laughs> faced this problem <laughs> many okay, okay. more times than so I so i had uh, you know served like kind of help in serving the notice where um, first of all to issue a notice the, the court issues the notice you have to request the court you can't you know the lawyer does not so when the matter is going on in a court you request for a notice due to so and so reason you have to cite some authentic uh, proper reasons and if the judge uh, you know and he is satisfied with your argument and the re- reasons then he issues a notice to the other party and then uh, it is not like the notice will go automatically so the notice is <laughs> judge judge just gives an order that notice be uh, be served to so and so party it goes uh, to in that office of the um, of the court of the judge or whatever department it is then you have the lawyer or his usually the juniors of that lawyer do the follow up with the department who is going to serve the notice so you keep on following it up uh, once the notice uh, reaches i think that person who serves the notice is called something bailiff 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 yeah bailiff so usually uh, people don't work uh, as the work is given to them so you have to make them work and there are multiple ways how people get it done <laughs> <laughs> so you have to keep keep another follow up with that person that bailiff you have to treat him like your friend or some special person and get that notice served and sometimes you sometimes they are also overworked okay so that is another thing they have a reason to say that you know they, this work didn't happen because i have so, so much other work that is a reason which they give okay uh, so <laughs> that is that but uh, to get that notice served you have to do all those things plus if it doesn't get get served to you have to personally go with the bailiff to see that he is serving the notice properly and then the notice is served so all this is the procedure which is you know works practically you can go ahead what you <laughs> <laughs> so so you know this is this is this is the area where this is a very simple area where you can just use whatsapp notice exactly okay. that person that person you you want to serve is sending you good morning good afternoon <laughs> good night whatsapp he can definitely be served on whatsapp or happy new year and all these kinds of weird messages hmm. and we we can uh, you know serve him on whatsapp or any such platform that you know is technologically more prudent and my point is that you know uh, this kind of process which is the delivery of notice and there are many such processes hmm. there are hmm. processes which relate to papers of the court there are many many elements where the lawyers can use better technology the court 
can use better technology internally the court can interface with the litigants using technology and it can become better and now you know in uh, this uh, 2611 case this david hedley correct uh, his name I'm, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's his name right so he was he is uh, he's been imprisoned by the us authorities and uh, the judges in india would have a video conference call with david hedley and his statement was taken based on video call mm-hmm. why can't this process be taken for everyone yeah. i mean what prevents uh, this process being used for every litigant why do you want every litigant to travel so much uh, so many kilometers come there in the court say ki what you have got is uh, next date is of 3 weeks for that matter he has to spend his whole day coming and appearing before the court where if he doesn't appear before the court then you say ki why is the party not here and therefore i am giving you 3 weeks time the party should be here and that is what uh, happens and in many cases the appearance of government officers is required so government officer is required to be here at 10 o'clock before the court or 11 o'clock or 2 o'clock hmm. and government officer comes at you know he starts he starts very early mm-hmm. and he doesn't reach okay mm-hmm. matter is being called out we are or uh, you know we are after him ki where is the where are the papers he is carrying the papers with the file he is missing because he is having lunch somewhere or he comes in late or he comes in and wastes his day in any case the entire day is gone so you are wasting government times government officers time also you have called principals you have called litigants this all thing can be avoided by use of technology and i think technology is a big um, enabler and we should definitely look at technology but at the same time you know law and order reform and particularly within law and order judicial reform is absolute necessary there is you know it was required probably 10 years or 15 years ago we are already way overdue for this reform and our problem my like i have been explaining in variety of videos is that law and order and you know, right views and in you know budding lawyers even pn views we have mentioned this time and again law and order is the first reform without this reform your new reforms will be defeated by procedure so make this reform as the core bedrock of every development once this is implemented you will find that you know sub further reforms are much easier the corruption will reduce the procedural headache you know will reduce and litigants will be truly happy so in fact we need there are three things that i believe we need one is to move from letter of the law to the spirit of the law move to a principle based law because parliamentarians the elected representatives are not wise enough to draft the letter of the law so they accept whatever letter of the law is created by these bureaucrats let the if you if anyways bureaucrats are going to create the letter of the law not the principle or the spirit of the law if they are going to create you create a broad outline and let the courts have the interpret the letter the letter of the law can be left to interpretation that is one important thing because principle based law allows the court much wider leeway in interpreting 
how this procedure whether it is helping the person or not and in india i am telling you india there are two problems one the geography is fast so there are wide variety of issues if you plan for if you plan for sea there are problems with rivers if the law relates to sea or water bodies then there is one area the problem is of sea water one area the problem is of rivers one area the problem is of dam related uh, uh, lakes and reservoirs other area is salt water reservoirs there are umpteen number of problems you cannot even then there is marshland which is can you classify that as water or can you classify that as land mm-hmm. because it is marshland it is not water then you are denied benefit so all these things become problematic secondly there are people in one part of country you will find that some people are living in 10th century they are not literate they don't know they believe in some other world they believe that you know earth is flat that is also possible <laughs> okay on the other end of the area you will find people who are living in 22nd or 23rd century they are in robotics they want everything they come with an ipad hmm. and they try to see and their ipad doesn't work <laughs> and then they are some surprise you know my ipad doesn't work what is happening you know you are don't go in 22nd century be in 21st century we are here so this creates a problem you design a good case for mumbai the same case fails in pune forget remote parts pune you have some other reality if you design for mumbai and pune you can't design for kolhapur okay if you design for mumbai pune all maharashtra cities taken care of then gujarat cities fail then this and then the procedure becomes longer and longer so this is not a valid concept particularly for india i mean it is it has some validation but you have to believe in the principle based law and you have to explore it until and unless we explore it we cannot realize it yeah secondly you have to go back to our indic system of law now indic system of law the western system is based on rights indic system is based on duties and which means ki the duties keep changing everyone is supposed to follow their duty and the duty is cast usually on the government office okay and their duty is written in the letter so they say ki you know and classic example okay they will make you run around for anything which is very simple so if you say ki you know government of india has given me 2 lakh rupees then you will go there you will find that your 2 lakhs has been withdrawn you say how is that possible i am here but someone has come and signed for you so then again litigation starts because who is that person find them mm. and suppose this is not given to anyone you go there and they say first prove that you are yourself <laughs> and that you cannot prove just by giving a certificate saying ki photo see my election card this is me because election card photo if you see i can't recognize myself forget government officer recognizing me on driving license on election card i can't recognize myself but i think that is changing now because aadhar because of aadhar Aha. card and you have to keep updating it correct so this is what technology is enabling yeah. but what modi this government is doing is that they are circumventing bureaucracy using technology and whenever see you can't circumvent bureaucracy 100% okay when you wherever they get a chance they will subvert the whole process 
so this is what is happening you have to reform this law and legal part uh, without which it won't happen so my suggestion is ki look at indic law i mean we don't have to directly jump and tomorrow change the constitution saying in from tomorrow indic law will be applicable mm-hmm. no it just have some research let's go into a duty based concept of law where actually government officer also has a duty to serve the people and not just you know randomly saying ki you know you bring five papers in one case my friend who was trying to close his uh, deceased mother's account he went to the bank he, the bank said first you give me a written letter so he gave a written letter he gave him three forms he filled out three forms and submitted them he they gave him seven forms he said ki this is like a card game i am playing one card he is playing two cards he said what is going on so he said no this is the procedure there is no escaping the procedure and then they had an affidavit okay and this is what happens in that procedure the affidavit said suppose it's a standardized template affidavit hmm. so it said that i am so and so you know uh, resident of so and so now here if he puts us address he is you know us citizen okay if he puts us address they want him to validate it from the us consulate in us okay not in india but if he writes indian address it they won't ask they will just give him the money mm. now what procedure is achieving here nothing but then the procedure is there so this is what i am saying ki procedure instead of that you follow a duty based law principle based law as a first process a indic concept of duty based or a dharma based law is another concept and empower the courts to seek complete justice not just give judgments there are dime a dozen judgments okay like justice savant used to say don't tell me all these judgments there are judgments this side and that side don't give me judgments <laughs> tell me how you are right mm. that is true actually you can give you know judgments you can show for anything but that does not give you complete justice you focus on the justice everything will take care today these days i am finding it difficult to read one judgment because in that judgment time i will spend on reading a judgment i can read three novels <laughs> because no judgment is less than 100 pages if it's like ram janmabhoomi it will go 800 900 pages and there will be nothing there will be like it will be like a law college exam paper mm-hmm. there is story of shakespeare in there there is you know hamlet you will find in there you will find uh, you know uh, stories from greek mythology indian mythology everything will be there other 100 judgments will be there and at the end the judgment the order the main operative part will be like three lines mm. <laughs> and it is of no significant value you can quote anything and support anything from that you know as said in you know this so and so x versus y judgment you know law is amenable to so so and so of course these are all proverbs you take the book of proverbs and just put it copy it 900 pages straight away so no use give justice don't give judgments that's the three step solution i think principle based law duty based assessment indic concepts and third is give justice don't give judgments that's i think the predominant solution what we can think of yeah
and uh, this reminds me of a case where i think justice gautam patel had admitted that he had given a wrong judgment before and he corrected it later then so even yes. such such uh, instances happen okay i think on that note we can end this conversation anything else you want to add no i think we are uh, i think to summarize we should look at judicial and legal reforms that is the predominant message and i think everyone whoever finds any forum any meaningful audience they should always you know canvas for judicial and legal reforms once those reforms come in all other reforms will be simplified yeah agree completely <laughs> and that's why we are <laughs> we are always stating this thing in most of our episodes and also in my other podcast budding so uh, if you guys are interested in if you are studying law or lawyers young lawyers starting their work right now you can check out our podcast theme budding lawyers so where i interview and you know kind of have conversations with lawyers young young lawyers and even law students where we discuss on topics like anything like practice maritime law corporate law legal technology etc many things you can check out that and also we have a youtube channel in budding lawyers you can check it out that's it uh, thanks for listening to this session thank you bye